Will you just lift up your hands and, and just pray in the spirit? I believe in acknowledging the presence of the Holy Ghost. Without Him, we are nothing. We cannot speak. He is here with us and we need to acknowledge His presence. We love you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence tonight. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Spirit of God. We thank you for another night. Oh, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Holy, 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 Lord God Come on, lift up your hands. Give him worship tonight. You want to worship him?
of the sun unto the gold same we will lift up our voices in worship and say indeed you are God we bless you thank you Jesus hallelujah hallelujah we thank him for his awesome presence tonight Lift him high above the earth and the heavens. Will you just lift your right hand and just worship? I will worship him. Lift him high above the earth and the heavens. I don't know about you.
special night and um, I will urge you to if it's being recorded <laughs> that you get tonight's message and if possible get one for somebody else I always say that I if nothing at all one thing is that I fear God and I will never say what God has not said and I want to assure you that tonight's message is special because I heard debating from beginning to end from the Holy Ghost. I finished last night and I was just going to go because I didn't have a message for today. And so I was just going to go back and ask the Lord, what do I say? And right in the car, God began to speak to me. Whilst I sat there and the sister was singing a solo, I heard the Lord say, Tell them I love them. And so I'm telling you, God loves you. And He says, I should tell you, He's a witness, the angels are witnessing. I'm standing in His presence. I heard Him clearly. Tell them I love them. I thought you would say, I love you to Jesus. <laughs> A truthful heart towards the Lord. Beloved, like I did yesterday, I will start again with a story and a true story. God is going to speak to you. Maybe not all of us, but somebody. There is a certain gentleman, a pastor, a Nigerian, who was raised from the dead by, um, during one of Ranad Bonke's crusades in Nigeria. I'm sure most of you have heard that story. A pastor. And unfortunately, <laughs> had an accident. The angels took him all right, but he found himself in hell. How many of you have heard his story? He, got, he was raised during Ranad Bonke's uh, crusade. Now the reason he found himself in hell was because when he left home that fateful day, he had something against the wife that he had not forgiven. Not knowing that whilst he left home, he wasn't going to go back. But for the mercy of God, I remember the Lord saying to me, however, son, unforgiveness and grudges would have landed you in hell. Today, the Lord sent me to come and tell you 
indeed in line with our theme, a truthful heart, forgive. Forgive. Whatever it will cost you, it is worth saving your soul. And I'm going to show you something that happened and what he had to endure from the time he was betrayed onto the cross as we prepare for our communion. And so I titled the message he gave me in a very unconventional way. The title of the message is, Yet He Forgave All. Yet He Forgave All. And after tonight, those of us who hear the voice of the Spirit of God will leave every head, every pain, whatever at the feet of the Master. And we will go relieved and empty. If we have to make some calls, as difficult as it is, and say, listen, I forgive. Let's make those calls. If we have to send text messages, WhatsApp messages and say, from the bottom of my heart, I let go. Let's do it. If someone has something against you, and you humbly call the person and ask him to forgive you or her to forgive you. I'm not saying that it will be easy. It will not be easy. In some cases... It will be very difficult. But we have to forgive it all. That we will serve God blameless and faultless like Daddy said. And as we go along, people will step on our toes, we'll be offended, we'll be hurt. Beloved, listen, learn to let go. Talk about it. Let go. It's not it's not worth it at all. Shall we say the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Stop there. Now let me share something with you that the Lord said that scared me. And that's a fact. I got scared. Beyond giving your life to Him, every act of forgiveness from Him is conditional. It's conditional. And that scared me. If you go to God and say, Father, forgive me. And you have something against somebody you have not forgiven. Automatically, he will not forgive. It's conditional. That is why Jesus taught us that prayer. As I love the NL, the New Living Translation. As I have forgiven those who have sinned against me. Mark chapter now first, let's read Matthew 18. I'll be very fast about it. <coughs> Matthew chapter 18. 
I'm reading from verse um, 23 quickly to the verse 35. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him 10,000 talents. And according to biblical scholars, I'm told that's a lot of money then. 10,000. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. Verse 26. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him and forgave him the debts. But the same servant went out and found out of his fellow servants, which owed him an hundred pence, ten thousand talents, hundred And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. The same prayer he prayed. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay that debt. <laughs> so when his fellow servant saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto their, their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, Oh, thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt, because thou desiredst me. Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? Verse 34. And his Lord was wrath and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. Hmm. Beloved, one thing that is killing and tearing the body of Christ apart is literal hatred and unforgiveness and grudges in the body of Christ. Among churches, within churches, within departments in churches. The hallmark of a believer filled with the Holy Ghost. Yesterday we talked about one unconditional love. And the willingness to forgive. There's something I learned from the Holy Spirit. Whenever the offense is committed, forgive right there. And then. All of us, we, we've been offended in one way or the other. Many of us are genuinely hurting inside. Because there are sensitive issues. Some could be marital, very sensitive. You have labored with a man all your life. 
And maybe somebody has come to enjoy. You are bitter. God says forgive. It's not easy. <laughs> Forgiveness is not easy at all. At all. But in the first place, you ask yourself, did we as men deserve God's forgiveness? And do we still deserve it? That is what happened to the Nigerian pastor who died. Until he forgives the wife. They couldn't ask God for forgiveness. God is bound by the integrity of his word. As we've learned from this parable. Please. Speaking by the Holy Ghost. Literally pleading. From today. May we never harbor a grudge in our hearts against anybody. May we not. Talk about it. Yes, be angry about it for a while. Cry about it. But let go. I don't believe in the maxim that says that I have forgiven but I have not forgotten. It's a lie. Oh yeah. Well, you may not forget entirely, but many of us who say we have forgiven but have not forgotten have indeed not really forgiven. Because sincerely, I would want to forget everything that I have forgiven and I've let go until I'm reminded of it. I don't want to remember. Mark chapter 11. I'll be very fast. Mark chapter 11. I read just the verse 25 and 26. Jesus speaking again. He says, And when ye stand praying, do what? Forgive. If ye have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. So you agree that forgiving from God is what? Conditional. This is the scripture also backing it. It's conditional. It's conditional. You don't understand why certain things are not happening. Sometimes I, I behave like an evangelist. You know evangelist, we don't like standing at one place. <laughs> Am I allowed to... <laughs> Why certain things are not happening in your, in your life? Why some prayers are not being answered? You've been expecting some miracles and they are not happening. Maybe, just maybe check. There is something you are holding. And that is preventing God's hand from moving. The moment you let go, the miracle will happen. It's not easy. I believe there are counselors in the church. Daddy is there. The pastors are there. Talk about it. But let go. Tonight, we are going to ask the help of the Holy Spirit. We are not going to take any pain out of this church. We will leave it right here at the altar. And the Holy Ghost will consume with its unquenchable fire. 
our hearts will be set free. I remember the voice of the master to today. He said, however, unforgiveness and grudges could have landed you in hell. Hey, I have spent my life out just coming from the mission field. God had used me mightily. His word is his word. I had sins that have not been forgiven because I had not forgiven somebody. It's conditional. Beloved, I'm going to take you through some steps. Just seven steps. And you understand something. He forgave it all. Step number one. We're looking at from the time he was betrayed unto the cross. We're celebrating Easter. The best gift you can give during this Easter is forgiveness. And we should trumpet it more. This is a time we celebrate love, not Valentine's Day. I don't know where that came from. So I'm biblical and unscriptural. If you want to celebrate love, this is the time. Number one, betrayal by Judas with a kiss. Luke 22, we are not reading, just write the script. Luke 22, verse 47 and 48. Luke 22, verse 47 and 48. Betrayal by a close associate, not someone distant. Minister of Finance in his cabinet or his government, if you like. And you know it's a very sensitive portfolio, so it should tell you the pedigree of Judas. And I know that many of us have been betrayed. It is betrayal and most painful because it, these are committed by people very close to us. They could be family members. It could even be a spouse. Your child. In fact, in the end times, betrayal will be common. People will not regard relationships. They will sacrifice relationship for a morsel of bread. So get ready. Betrayal, oh, will be common these days. Very common. How would you have felt? Jesus had every reason to be bitter and hurt. Every reason. In fact, even after the betrayal case, do you know how he addresses Judas? Friend. After the case. <laughs> he could have said, you monster, you betrayer. I wonder what I would have done. Literally put my hands in his eyes. Is that what? <laughs> yeah. Number two. In Matthew 26, the verse 56. When he needed his disciples most, they fled. 
Matthew 26, 56. The disciples fled. What rejection can be more than this? That the people you've moved up and down, slept with, you've eaten with them, you've done, done everything when you needed the most. None of them were present. They fled. How will you feel? And I'm sure you've been in a similar situation before. When things were, you were in crisis and you needed somebody and nobody. In fact, it is when you are in crisis that you know the real friends you have. Not so. Yeah. And you have every reason to be bitter. At a point in my life, everybody was gone. In fact, I, I felt so rejected and dejected. I remember when I started sharing my, my wedding invitation cards, my own sister took phone and called everybody. Nobody should attend that wedding. My own sister. And they did it. The whole extended family. I've shared it here. My mother gave my wedding reluctantly because she had to come. And so the whole family, only two people, my mother, my father, nobody. All my friends, from Form 1 to Alpha 6 to University First Degree to Legon to only one came. Hey, the vendetta was intense. One person. I was hurt and angry and hurt. Number three, I'm just picking sensitive areas. Luke chapter 23, verse 18 to 24. Hosanna now tends to crucify him. The very people he gave his life for, ministered to. For three and a half years or so, he labored the same people. False accusations. Judgmental. Take him away. That's how. In fact, you have people that you, you will kill, literally kill yourself for. Make one mistake. They'll forget all the things you have done for them. That one wrong. It's all they remember. They don't remember anything else apart from that mistake. Some cancers are naughty. Yeah. Ingratitude. Oh. You you I know you are going through and you'll go through more. But please just conscientize yourself that for me, when they happen. I will let go. Just laugh over that. Pray about it. And release. Let it go. The same people. Would you want the devil to incite against you? People you don't know? Oh, forget it. It won't happen. It ain't going to happen. The devil will always target people who are close to incite them. 
against you. That's what hurts the more. In fact, I, I sometimes pity pastors. Because if you look at the fivefold ministries, they are the ones who suffer the most. If you are not strong, you will always be hurt and bitter. Because the sheep can be very stubborn and ungrateful. The people you pray for, fast for, counsel, they are the same people who spite and speak against you. Hello? I have a friend, minister, was here during my, um, the launch of my book. He's going through crisis. This, the very people he kills himself for, they are the ones who rise against him in his own church. Speak all manner of things. And he's always said, he told me, he said, Reverend, if I'm not careful, I'll go to hell because of these people. I have to just let go. And some of the stories, if you hear, you wonder whether the same person will come and sit at church and say, Hello, hallelujah, preach on pastor. The same people. But you see, people are finding, because see, the very people who talk, one of them will turn around and come and tell him. Yeah. So when you're gossiping about the pastors, be careful. Because you ever see? Yeah. People close. In fact, those who have left the church were people very close to him. People he confided in. That is the, the devil's strategy. The servant is not above his master. If Jesus went through it, he was the... You see, all these things did not happen for fun. And they are not recorded in scripture for the fun of it. Everything in scripture is for a purpose. They wrongly accused him. These people did not come from another continent. The very people he ministered to, prayed for. Who previously, some few moments ago, were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. Number four. <laughs> Luke 22, verse 55 to 62. We are still on course, asking the Lord a truthful heart. Luke 22, verse 55 to 62. Peter's denial. Denial by close associates and friends and family. Very close people, they will just deny. Is this one not a friend? Oh, that one? Never. It hurts, I know. I wonder how Jesus would have felt after the third one. <laughs> because Peter, me and you, because I am in crisis, I'm in a situation, you cannot identify with me anymore. I did not know him. How would Jesus have felt? Listen, the master had every reason to hold grudges. Every reason. Remember, he was fully human as much as he was fully God. Completely. He felt every pain. 
So don't think because he was a son of God, you are also a son of God by virtue of the spiritual bed, right? But you feel. It hurts. Yet, he forgave all. Number five. When they needed somebody to support, help him. Luke chapter 23 verse 26. To carry the cross, carry his burden. You need support. You go to some friends, please, can you help me carry this burden? None of them was found. It took a stranger. A stranger. Simon the Simon. A stranger. To do it. And indeed, sometimes the, the people who we find, you know, that they are actually there for us. Our people are not even close to us. Strangers. Strangers. But that's actually prophetic. Because it's believed that he was, he was African. And it meant that getting to the latter stages of his return, Africans will send the gospel and will support the gospel back, you know, to Europe. Today, have Jews. It is believed, and, and I believe it too, because we are already doing it in Africa. Where were they? Where were the disciples? The Bible says that they stood where afar off. <laughs> hey, afar off. six, just seven of them. John chapter 19 verse 25 to 27. John 19 25 to 27. At the cross you thought that after all was done, at least friends, family, the disciples actually were his family. In fact, when one said that your mother, you, you know, and your father and your, your sisters and your brothers are looking for you, he pointed to them and said, these are my brothers and my sisters. So he acknowledged that this is my family. Because he was almost always with them. Especially the three of them. John, James, and Peter. You see, apart from the twelve, he had other disciples. Amen. Yeah. According to scripture, only John stood there. Where were the rest? How will he feel? Hey, where is Matthew? Where is Bartholomew? Where is Peter? Where is James? Where are all? He had every reason to be hurt. I don't know if you've, you've experienced rejection, but there is nothing painful. It's, it's a wound that, if you are not careful, will expand and become cancerous and destroy you. Number seven, 
last but not least. Luke 23, verse 39 to 43. Luke 23, verse 39 to 43. Even on the cross, when judgment had been passed and carried out, on the cross, in his suffering, <laughs> he got someone to still spite him on the cross. I have a message I preach in Crusades. I've titled it, The Second Before Eternity. And I look at these two people. What will you choose? One chose to identify with Christ. The other, the decision people make. The second, you know you are dying. Even on the cross. So it doesn't end. Listen, when, even when you are down, there are people who want to kick you further. If it's possible, go deep down into, into the ground. They, will, they just want to finish you. Even when you are down. And you have every reason to be hurt. Despite all these, he still prays, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. After all these, when you go home, meditate on them one by one, read scripture by scripture, beloved, it was not an easy experience. Apart from the physical pain, you know, from carrying the, the cross, the, the crown of thorns, and the, and the stripes was being beaten with, apart from that, emotional trauma of rejection and betrayal, denial by people you have laid your life for. He was teaching us something. We have to do same. Will it be easy? No. It won't be. As it was not easy for him. Yet, he forgave all. Don't forget the title. When, when I wrote it down, I was just smiling. I said, what title is this? Yet, he forgave all. And we ought to do the same. Matthew chapter 5, just two quick scriptures and then we're done. And we'll pray. Whilst you're reading the scriptures, I want you to search deep into your heart. Some of us are carrying wounds that will take prayer to heal and will pray for you. The ones that you can easily deal with, please deal with them. God will give you the grace to forgive tonight. He will give you the grace. You've been hurt, I know. You've been hurt. When people come to me and they are weeping, one thing I don't do is to stop them weeping. Yesterday we were on radio um, this Sunday and someone called me and she was weeping. In fact, bitterly weeping. I allowed her to weep. And after I spoke with her, prayed with her, today she called and she was so cheerful and lively. I said, hey, Endesi, you are very cheerful. <laughs> we're going to, at CFCC, we're going to set example in our homes, in our communities, at the office. They will hurt you. He said, no, it's okay. I forgave. And they wonder, what kind of person are you? 
I traveled out of the country, came back. Sunday I went to church, came back, and my neighbor had broken, my neighbor, next door neighbor, had broken into my house, stolen my things, destroyed everything. He didn't know that we had a camera. My next door neighbor. As for the things he stole, crying, no, yummy, yo. But the, he destroyed. He destroyed my house. Broke. I had to go and bring the medicine to fix. He, he destroyed. He didn't know. <laughs> that I fixed it. And in fact, I was actually just testing it. It's a clock, but it has a, a camera. When we and them put there, what will you do? Sorry, he comes from the other faith. Yeah. You know the, that faith. Uh, yeah. What will I do as a Christian? In fact, my wife went to their house one time. They sold credits to buy credit. And I, I, bought, I had bought a um, rubber hose, you know, to connect fresh water, two of them. And you saw it right there. They had fixed my, my satellites. I had a, an amp. They even have the guts to play the amp, the radio, loud for me to hear. Adding insult to injury. Oh, I mean, the children's food, drinks, they stole, they stole everything. He thought I had brought money. I, I don't keep money at home. And I told him I have only 20 Ghana. If you had, stole, stole everything. My next door neighbor, from his house, you come to my house. We share one wall. What will he do? In fact, initially, I felt like taking a bottle of anointing oil to <laughs> invoke. <laughs> yeah, we do. If you want people who curse a lot, it's pastors these days. Oh, no, not a pastor, prophets. I met one prophet on the mountains. I said, we are met Moses. Yeah. A taxi driver had charged him a fare, and he said the fare was too much. What he was charging? It's me see, I Hey, Lori fair. It's about spirits. It's a very bad spirit. It's a very bad spirit. Hey, we on bed Moses here. Where from that? Is that the Holy Ghost? The New Testament is centered on love, love for even our enemies. That is the central theme of the New Testament. Uh, Matthew 5, verse 44 and 45. But I say unto you, love your friends. What does it say? Your enemies. It's so difficult. Anytime I read the scripture, I say, God, give us grace. Bless them that curse you. Whew. They curse you. You bless them. They curse you. You bless them. Wow. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That ye may be the children of your father. <laughs> which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to shine, to rise on the evil and on the good. And send the rain on the just and on the unjust. I say, being a matured believer or spiritual is not the tongues you pray. The 
the fruit of the spirit it's not even the gift of the spirit you can have all the gifts but the fruit that shows your level of maturity pray for your enemies and we'll do that tonight are you ready you will pray for them all from your heart <laughs> you can mention them by name even those who hate you without any just cause your boss if your husband hates you you pray for him if your wife hates you you pray for her there is a sister in your family or some auntie somewhere on your one competitor pasa 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 you pray for her tonight the first prayer is lord give us grace <laughs> and then the rest will follow but this is what the holy ghost spoke to me about to tell you and i'm sharing it with all confidence because i know who spoke the final scripture that's the last one romans chapter 12 the last scripture Romans chapter 12. I'll just read the verse 18 to 21. If it is possible, as much as lieth in you, and I always say when I read this scripture, I said, it is possible. Live peaceably with all men. Verse 19. Dearly beloved, Avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. You can be angry, like the Bible says, but you do not let anger lead you into sin, and you don't let the sun, you know, um, fall on your anger. So, not into the next day. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, said the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. Wow. If your enemy is hungry, we are commanded to feed him. If he thirsts, give him to drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Sometimes we pray with this part of the, of the script of the Bible and we think that uh, let me do it so that fire will burn him. That's not the meaning. We'll leave it for another time. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And so, when evil is perpetrated against you, you don't respond. See, the natural tendency is to retaliate and to respond likewise, accordingly. But the Christian way is what? To respond with love. Vengeance is God's prerogative. It is his duty. He takes revenge. And when he does, it is dangerous and disastrous for your enemies. Don't delegate to yourself that power reserved unto our Father. There are some battles I wouldn't want my son to fight. To come and call me so that I fight those battles because it's reserved to me. 
It is not in our place. It's not our duty to take revenge. In fact, when you do that, if you are not careful, God's wrath will come upon you. <coughs> Vengeance is his. And he said, he will avenge you. But you see, it pleases God most when someone hurts you so badly and you say, Father, I forgive this one. Please forgive him. You get another star. It pleases him so much. When you are that kind of a person, God forgives you easily whenever you falter. Easily. Beloved, every Christian will endure these stages, not in any particular order, of denial, betrayal, rejection, false accusations, and so on and so forth. In our journey of faith in Christ, you will. You will. But just as Jesus did, we forgive all, not some. We forgive all. Beloved, this is so dear on the heart of the Master. And the Lord is asking me to tell all of us, it is time to let go. It is time to let go. It's time to let go. It is time. Say bye-bye to, to that pain, to that hurt. Start afresh. Live your life. Are you ready to forgive? Are you ready to let go? Are you ready to reconcile? And we can boldly come on the day of communion and fellowship and dine with the Master. The Bible says that if you are bringing your offering or sacrifice before the altar and you remember that your brother or your sister or your friend or anybody has fought against you. Not you having against them all. They have against you. Leave your sacrifice. Go. So you should see how much reconciliation means to God. Be reconciled with your brother. I don't joke with that prayer. I tell God, if there's somebody somewhere, even I don't know, who has something against me, please, may they find it in their heart to forgive me. Saying sorry, my son will tell you it's the easiest thing. Mechanics here. Sorry, I beg you. If I have offended you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I remember to bring my message to a close. I, I joined a certain church as a student in London. And they didn't have a car, so... I, I, before I left, I was uh, the praise and worship leader in my church in Ghana. And so I decided to help to build it, the choir. 
And by God's grace, I think we rose from three or four or so to about 20, 25, 30 on a good day. And then they brought somebody from Accra, Ghana, to London to take over. I didn't have any problem with that, but the way they did it, I was so hurt. And the people that I have taken as my family, rehearsed with them, done everything with them, all stood against me that day. Because we wanted this person. But God, I, I was so hurt. You know what I did? I told them, thank you. No problem. If I have offended anybody, please forgive me. And they started clapping. And you know what? I moved from being the music director to playing the bass guitar. I played the bass. Yeah, I was not bothered. They had a music concert. I said, I'll come and play. One day, there was a program and a man of God from another country had come. I was late. From lectures. So I sat at the back. The man was ministering. Assuming I was sitting over there. He was ministering to somebody here. And he turned and said, Stand up. Initially, I didn't even know it was me. And he described what I was wearing. So I stood up. He said, There's an angel standing and pointing at you. And then he began to give me prophecies that are unfolding now. I was hurt. <laughs> but God had another plan. He always has a plan. Sometimes he has to allow certain things to happen. Because if they don't, you will not leave that comfort zone. In all things, we give thanks to him. All things work together for good to those who love the Lord. So whatever it is, no matter what it is, Father, I give you thanks. It's painful. It hurts. But I surrender. So I'll be in a few places. I want you to talk to the Lord. Ask Him for grace to do this. Especially those of us you can come up a bit with very painful stories. Beloved, because if for nothing at all to secure your place in heaven, because for God to forgive you, even for the tiny, tiny sins of the spirit, the anger, and all these sins of the spirit that Jesus taught us, for him to forgive, you have to forgive. It's conditional. I don't know. You can. You want to sit fine. You can lay down. You want to kneel. Whatever. You want to walk. You want to be alone. You are at liberty. But talk to God. Talk to Him. Father, give me the heart to say, I forgive you. Because we're going to do that. Many of us are going to go home and we will take that phone. We will look for that number. We will make that call and say, I forgive you. 
and I mean it. I forgive you. Open your mouth and talk to Jesus. Ask the Spirit of God to give you the grace. Can I have the musicians? Okay. certain people and deal with certain spirits. Okay, these are spirits of hate, rejection, dejection. And so you will need a corporate anointing to deal with it. If at any time in your life throughout your childhood you felt rejection, throughout your childhood, even now, I don't know, at any stage of your life, I want you to quickly come. Do not be shy. It's important we deal with this. Because these are spirits. Some of us, if we are not careful, they can even be transferred to our children and our children's children. So I want you to come to me and I'll pray. If at any point in your life you have experienced rejection, the second, if you have gone through pain, so much pain, I want you to come forward as well. I want you to come forward as well. Thank you, Jesus. Any song, any song, just worship. We will deal with sudden spirits. 
those of us who have been betrayed, lies spoken against us, it cost us something. It cost you your job. Maybe it cost you a marriage. It cost you something. Just lift up your hands and worship. Just worship him. Just worship him. Oh yeah. Who to so frustration oh Lord we bring them before you that the blood that is able to forgive will flow right now in the name of Jesus we come to you knowing that you have the answer to forgive and to cleanse and to wash white as snow. Lord, we present each one of these ones before you. And by the name of Jesus, standing in this name, we command you evil spirits right now 
In the name of Jesus, loose your hold. In the name of Jesus, take your hand off. In the name of Jesus, release them. They belong to Jesus. Yes, they made mistakes. You took advantage of it. But tonight, remember they come to the cross. The cross of Calvary. The cross of forgiveness. Yea, betrayals. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Foul spirits. Unclean spirits. Devil spirits. Spirits of anger. In the name of Jesus. Bitterness. In the name of Jesus. We command you to take your hand off. By the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Unforgiving spirits. Yeah, listen to the name. The name Jesus. Be released. Be released. Be released. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord sanctify you. Cleanse you from the heart. Deliver you right now. By his name and by his word. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, there is a release. I tell you, the Lord is he's untying you, untying you right now. He's working in the name of Jesus. We bless your name. We give you glory. We praise you. We praise you. Lord, you are good. Thank you, Father. Release right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Release, release. In the name of Jesus. Set free, Lord. Set free, set free. Release, release. Because of the name of Jesus. Because of the name of Jesus. Because of the name of Jesus. The Lord releases you right now. Right now. The Lord sets you free. The Lord sets you free right now. The Lord releases you in the name of Jesus. Take your liberty. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Take your liberty. In the name of Jesus. 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 The Lord releases you right now from your heart to your soul. You are set free. You are set free. Body sicknesses, diseases as a result of these. We speak to it right now in the name of Jesus. The Son of God sets you free. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have a beautiful-